What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bull Take Scouting Podcast. We're a couple weeks away from the NFL Draft. It's super exciting. And today, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We're going to be taking an idea that we got from Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks at the Move the Six podcast, and we're going to be drafting our lineups on both sides of the ball from this rookie class. So what that means is we're going to be taking turns, alternating picks, drafting 11 offensive players, and 11 defensive players that fit, you know, one of the standard football formations. And, you know, what that means is, let's say if Alex picks his quarterback, he's not going to be picking another quarterback. And so it's just yeah, one quarterback. And, you know, you go you go from there, alternating picks. And I think this should be a lot of fun. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, so, I mean, let's just get started. We, we have quite a few picks to get through. So I, I know you have a coin to flip. I do. Uh, so, so I'll call it in the air. All right. All right. Tails. It is tails. So you All get right. the first pick. I get the first pick. Okay. Um, so uh, I'm going to start off with Jalen Carter. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, from Alabama. Um, from Georgia. From, uh, sorry, from Georgia. Yes, yes. Uh, that's, a, that's a big one. But, you know, there is a gap between him and the next – Defensive tackle, mm-hmm. that's kind of what we're going to be going with here. I'm going to go with my top defensive prospect, Will Anderson, here. You know, there's been some buzz in the media, particularly from Chris Sims, who ranked him as his fifth prospect, that, you know, Anderson isn't all that. And while I agree that he's not part, maybe the, you know, the elite first overall prospect that's, that for a long time he's been assumed to be, I think he's still the best defender in this draft. I love him coming off the edge from my defense. Yeah, he's still a really good prospect. Um, so yeah, with my second pick, ooh, I think I'm gonna take Jackson Smith and Jigba. Whoa, I wanted him on my team. Yeah, I think I think there's a, a pretty decent sized gap between wide receiver one and, and next as well. So so yeah, I'm gonna go Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah, I totally agree with you on the, there. I'm gonna go Tyree Wilson because ooh. now I've got the two best defensive ends. In this draft, that's really one of the most important positions, and I, I really just think my edge pairing is going to end up being a lot better than yours. Yeah, those were kind of well. It was between Wilson and Jackson Smith and Jigba uh, yeah. for me. Um, so I think now um, I'm going to go to the offensive line, and I'm going to yeah. take Paris Johnson, the tackle from Ohio okay. State. Okay. And I'm going to follow up that pick with, you know, we're targeting these gaps where the next guy is probably graded a lot lower. And that's why I'm going to go Bijan Robinson as okay. a focal piece of my offense. I love Bijan here. I know that you're probably going to get a really good player later on in Jameer Gibbs, but I think Robinson is just a cut above. Yeah, that's that's totally fair. I think Bijan is a really, really solid pick. Uh, and I think, you know, he's head and shoulders above the rest of the running back class. Um, I'm going to stay along the offensive line here. I'm going to go with Peter Skaronsky. Uh, oh, but, yeah. You know, loading up on the offensive line. I got a, a small running back back there. Might as well uh, have to protect him. And honestly, that gives you some flexibility because I'm sure you've noticed already you could play him at guard. You could play him at tackle. So you've got some decisions there, and you've definitely got a head start with from me on, on offense, on the for the offensive line specifically. You know, I I don't think there's much of a difference between Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, but at one point, I think I just want to take my top quarterback, the guy that I think is just slightly better between the two, and that's why here I'm going to go with Bryce Young. Yep, I think that's 
that's really fair. Um, I I agree. Bryce Young uh, is the quarterback one, but you know I, I don't think it's a huge a huge gap between the two. Um, I am going to. Uh, oh, this is kind of where it gets a little bit interesting now. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go back to wide receiver. I'm going to take Jordan Addison. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to love my wide receiver room. Mm-hmm. But that's okay because be- I know that I really need some receiving talent out of my tight tight ends to compensate for this. So this is where I'm going to go Dallin Kincaid. Oh, okay. Okay. Is uh is is Kincaid your your tight end one? I know we we talked about tight ends last week. No, but... actually, Meyer is my tight end one by a hair, but I really think I'm gonna need some receiving option here at tight end. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So maybe necessarily we not, we may not be taking our top prospect because we are building out a team. Yep. Right. So maybe because I took probably your your top two receivers off yep, the board as well. Exactly. You're going for that more receiving threat uh, from Kincaid's for at tight end. So that that does make a lot of sense um for you there uh i am going to go mm, let's see i think i'm gonna go over to the cornerbacks i think there's a lot of really good cornerbacks in this draft um but i'm just gonna take my top cornerback that's christian gonzalez yeah you stole my pick i was gonna tell you good luck passing against me if i have will <laughs> anderson tyree wilson and christian gonzalez but nope gonzalez is gonna be on your team and Okay, that makes me go back to the drawing board. Um, you know what? I'm going to go get my other tight end. I'm going to go with a two tight end set, Michael Meyer and Dalton Kincaid. I think I'm okay with losing a little bit of talent at wide receiver because those are two really good prospects. Maybe Meyer does a little bit more of the blocking and Kincaid a little more of the receiving, but I think I can get a lot out of those two. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's that's a really good – uh, choice there. I, I was considering having to go two tight ends if I didn't get my my top wide receivers off yep. the board. So I, I think that's a really good pick for you. Um, I'm gonna stick at cornerback. Uh, I'm gonna take okay. Devin Witherspoon. All right. Um, <clears throat> so Is, I have Christian Gonzalez and Devin Witherspoon uh, at corner. For you, is Devin Witherspoon higher graded than Joey Porter? Yes, just slightly. Just slightly. Okay. Interesting. I, I have Porter very slightly ahead of. Uh, Witherspoon, but I think it can go both ways. All right, next pick. Hmm. You know, I I've, I know that you've got my best two tackles, but I think on the interior, there's a kind of a clear-cut best offensive lineman, and that's why I'm going to go Cyrus Torrance here, really solidified my guard spot to start building my offensive line. Yeah, I think I think that pick makes a lot of sense. Um, and just because, uh, you're taking, uh, that interior offensive line spot, I'm going to bump Peter Skaronsky inside, uh, to guard okay. and I am going to take Broderick Jones, uh, to be my other tackle. So now yeah. I Paris Johnson and Broderick Jones at tackle Peter Skaronsky inside at guard. And I feel really, really comfortable with that offensive line. Okay. Well, I'm, I might not love my tackles, but I still think there's two starter-worthy tackles, and now that means that I can really wait on them. I can fill out the rest of my roster because at this point you don't have any room for any more offensive tackles. So I'm going to go to the linebacker position where I think Drew Sanders is the best of the bunch. 
I already have Will Anderson and Tyree Wilson offering pass rush potential. You add Drew Sanders to the mix, and we're going to be getting after your quarterback in a hurry. So it's good you beefed up that O-line because it's going to be quite the matchup in the, in the trenches there. Yeah, it'll be really, really interesting there. Um, I think I'm going to take uh, a linebacker now. I'm going to go with uh, Jack Campbell okay. uh, from, from Iowa. I think – the linebacker group, I'm not a, a huge fan of um, mm-hmm. the the linebacker group as a whole. I think Drew Sanders is a clear linebacker one, but I do have Jack Campbell as my linebacker two in this class. Okay, that's interesting. I've got uh, Trenton Simpson just ahead of him. I think that he possesses a little more upside, but Campbell's definitely going to be a really solid player too. So I, th- I, I like that pick for you. Um, this is where I'm going to go wide receiver, and I'm going to go with Quentin Johnston. I know that I've already got a lot of size with Kincaid and Myers, so that's becoming kind of a theme for my team. And I just think with those three big body receivers on top of having Bijan Robinson in the backfield as a big bruising back, we're going to be a really physically imposing offense. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting lineup um, between Michael Mayer, Dalton Kincaid, two tight ends, and then your wide receiver one in Quinton Johnson. That's going to take some some big physical cornerbacks to kind of stop that yep. stop that offense um i'm going to take uh another linebacker now in trenton simpson um okay. just to kind of solidify my two linebackers uh in this class because i think i think there's drew sanders at the top and then i think jack campbell and trenton simpson are kind of pretty close and then i feel like after that it, it does fall off a little bit there so i'm gonna solidify my linebackers yeah that, that makes a lot of sense where I'm going to go now is I'm going to um, go to the cornerback position. And just in case that you had the idea of getting a nickel cornerback, I'm going to get who I think is the best one of the bunch, and that is Clark Phillips, who is really one of the most underrated prospects in this class to me. Yeah, I, I think uh, – I feel like his name has kind of fallen through the cracks a little bit mm-hmm. in this this cornerback uh, class, and I think – Part of the reason might be he might be relegated to more of a, a slot uh, cornerback role, but I think in this day and age in the NFL, um, it's it's really important to have three really good corners, and I think Clark Phillips could really fill in uh, the slot role really well for a team that's that's really looking for that. Absolutely. <clears throat> All right. Um, I think now I'm going to. Um, Ooh. This is starting to get a little tough. You know what? I'm going to take Nolan Smith, uh, okay. the Georgia defensive end, or the Georgia edge rusher. And my reasoning for that is I think there's there's some school of thought where he might be, you know, bumped inside a little bit as an inside linebacker. So yeah. I just want to solidify him off the edge for me, just in case you were thinking about playing playing him inside. Yeah, you know, he was, he was in contention for one of my next picks as a linebacker, but – yeah, he's off the board to your team. And here I'm going to go to the offensive line. Um, I'm not sure who your top center prospect is. I think it's a close. It's kind of close between Tippman and mm-hmm. Schmitz, but Tippman's my top guy. I've got to protect Bryce Young. So in case he, he's your top guy too, I'm going to be taking him off the board. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, he actually is also my top guy, but I think yeah. it was really close. Um, and that's why I was willing to kind of wait on centers and just yeah. – Maybe let you take your take your pick um, if you if you wanted to there. Um, 
So I'm going to take my other interior offensive lineman here, uh, and that's going to be Cody Mock, the yeah. uh, guard from NDSU. Uh, I really like him. Uh, we interviewed him, uh, and he was a great interview, really fun guy to talk to as well. Um, so just to basically round out my offensive line um, there. Yeah, if you're going to keep beefing up that offensive line, I'm going to have to keep beefing up my pass rush, and I'm going to get a really high upside player in Brian Brissy. Uh is a guy who I think we haven't really seen his best football. He was a five-star coming out of high school, but he had an ACL injury pretty early on. And then this year he dealt with the death of his sister, unfortunately, and also um, a strep throat infection that ended up be, being really bad and and uh, affected his lungs, his kidneys, and, and kept him out for a good amount of the season. So I think when he's on the field, you see a really explosive player with good size and length as well, and he's only scratching the surface of what he could be. So I'm going to say those aren't excuses for him, but rather those are adequate explanations for why we haven't really seen what we were expected to see uh, coming out of high school for him. Yeah, I think Brissy is a really, really good pick, high upside pick for you. Um, and I, you have a really, really dangerous defensive line with oh, yeah. Will Anderson, uh, Tyree, Tyree Wilson, and Brian Brissy. Um, Ooh, I think now it gets starts to get not tough, but it's just like there's a lot of positions nice. that you have filled out yeah. that I don't. So it's just yeah. trying to see where I could where I could get some value. Um, and I think I'm gonna go uh, draft a a third receiver. Okay, uh, in Zay Flowers. All right. Um, I think again, not a huge huge fan of this receiver group as a whole uh, i talked about how a jackson smith and jigba kind of step above everybody else but i think jordan addison zay flowers are, are two a uh, really good wide receiver two and three to have uh with jackson smith and jigba kind of behind there yeah i think that makes a lot of sense um what i'm gonna do is go to a position where i think we're gonna start hitting some guys just because neither of us has drafted anybody from that position yet those are the safeties and this is kind of similar to center. I'm not sure what your preference is, but I like Juan Martin as my safety one. I, I just think he's a fantastic player who is an elite athlete. He reacts well in the run game. He's got a lot of uh, value in man coverage. He's a ball hawk as well. For me, he's the only safety that I currently have graded in the first round. I think really one of the most underrated players. So I'm going to get him on my back end. Yeah, I know he's he's been a guy that you've liked for for quite a long time. I don't have any first round uh, safeties, yeah. um, so that's kind of why I've been been holding off on that position. Um, but I, I will go safety now that you've you've taken one, and I'm going to take Brian Branch, um, the the safety possibly slot corner from Alabama. Yeah. I think he could do. I think he could do a lot. Yep, I think that makes a lot of sense. And it's getting tough right now. Getting tough. Um, I'm going to go with you. So you still need a center. That's the only spot on your offensive line, right? Correct. Yep. Um, okay. So I think I can really wait on the O-line. Where if where else are we competing for spots? You only have one D-tackle. I only have one D-tackle. So I'm going to go with the next D-tackle on my board, and that's Mozzie Smith. Um, I, I love Mozzie Smith because of everything that he can be. The, just that combination of strength and athleticism is not something you're going to find really almost anywhere else. So I'm going to – Roll the dice here at defensive tackle with both Brissy and Mozzie Smith. I know that they're going to be getting a lot of one-on-one -on -one matchups with Will Anderson and Tyree Wilson on the outside, on the edges. So I like their ability to win a lot of those matchups in 
with their pass rush ability. And I think that we're going to be getting after quarterbacks all day long. Yeah, that's a, a dangerous defensive line. I know we said that with your last pick, but really, really scary defensive line uh, for you. Um, I think I'm going to take uh, my second safety, a guy that I'm actually a, a pretty big fan of, uh, Sidney Brown uh, yeah, safety that, yeah. from um, Illinois. I really like Sidney Brown. I, I don't think he's that far behind Quan Martin. I don't know what they were feeding those Illinois defensive backs, but – or how anyone completed a pass against Illinois when they had Devon yeah. Witherspoon, Quan Martin, and Sidney Brown on that back end. But it's that's really great for them to have such a, a good group of defensive backs coming out. Um, I'm going to turn my attention now to the cornerback position. I know you have one defensive back left, and I don't really think he would fit into the slot. But just because I think Joey Porter is far and away the best defensive back left, I want to make sure that he ends up on my roster. And so that's going to be who the pick is here. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense for you. And we mentioned that this this cornerback class is really deep. I mean, I, I took oh, yeah. Christian Gonzalez and Devin Witherspoon, but in other years, you know, Joey Porter Jr. could have an argument for being the, the top cornerback in the class. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, Joey Porter Jr. and Cam Phillips for you are as two corners so far, both really, really solid corners that have, you know, high-end starting potential uh, yep. in the NFL. Um. Let's see. I, think I don't think we're really competing for, for really nobody's competing spots anywhere. Um, I'm just going to. Uh, hmm. I think I'm going to take uh, Deontay Banks. Uh, the oh, I was about to take him from uh, from Maryland. I, I think you know. I, I I'll just put him in my slot. Right, three really solid cornerbacks. It's going to be tough to pass against. Uh, against my uh, secondary. Yeah. Now I don't know who my second outside corner is. I, I really don't because the next corner on my board is Travis Hodges Tomlinson, but he's really a slot only guy. And I like Clark Phillips in that spot. So I'm just going to fill out that cornerback spot, but let's see with who honestly, I, th I don't think Phillips is slot only. I think he can survive on the outside. He's really got the talent to be able to do so. So I'm going to actually move him outside, and I'm going to fill that nickel slot cornerback role that I was just talking about with Hodges Tomlinson, who I think is going to make a living there. Yeah, I think that's a pretty pretty good pick by you for the, the situation that you were put in, You yes. know, not really having a, a true second cornerback. Um uh, yeah, I don't really think we're we're competing uh, for for anyone else. I'm just gonna take my center and John Michael Smith. Um, yep. You know, I, again, not a not a great center class. I think him and Joe Tipman are kind of one A one B for center. So I'll just I'll just fill out my offensive line with uh, with him. Yep, that makes a lot of sense. I'm gonna fill out the back end of my defense, given that I was just picking Hodges Tomlinson there. And at the safety position, I'm going to go with Antonio Johnson, who I think is also a really underrated player. The safety class isn't great. There aren't really any high first-round picks, and it's not deep either. But I think in that top tier, you find four safeties that I think are just going to be reliable, quality starters, that being Juan Martin, Sidney Brown, Antonio Johnson, and, and Brian Branch. I think that teams are going to be happy with what they get from them. Yeah, I agree with that. It's 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 an interesting safety class, like you mentioned. It's not it's not necessarily deep, uh, but there are some some solid starters. Yeah, uh, and I think guys you can trust. 
Um, I think I'm going to take my uh, tight end now. Yep. Uh, that's going to be Darnell Washington. All right. Um, and I think that that helps me a lot because of his blocking ability. Uh, yeah. And that's going to help me against all of your pass rushes that you have. So yes. I think, you know, I was kind of hoping to get Michael Mayer or Dalton Kincaid, but I think with the wide receivers that I have, uh, I think it's going to help me out a little bit to have Darnell Washington there uh, to help as a blocker. Yeah, and I can imagine you might have a run-focused offense even if you didn't get Bijan Robinson. I'm assuming at some point there's going to be a Jameer Gibbs pick, and you definitely have the offensive lineman to be able to – open some holes for him. So uh, that's going to, that would be really be interesting to think about it from that perspective. And with my final defensive pick, I'm going to go Dion Henley linebacker from Washington state. I he's kind of new to the linebacker position. I think he's only scratching the surface of what he can be. He showed up at the senior bowl and played outstanding in man coverage. So I like him as a kind of variety in my linebacker room where Drew Sanders is someone who on passing downs, I'm going to send to rush the quarterback and Dion Henley, somebody that I'm going to have in man coverage. And uh, I think I'm going to write, uh, round out my, uh, or actually I have two picks on the defense. So uh, I'm going to round out uh, my defensive tackle spot, taking Kalijah Kansi. Yeah. Um, I'm not a, a huge, huge fan because he is so undersized. Yeah. But I, I think with him being next to Jalen Carter, that could help him a lot. Uh, Jalen Carter will be taking up a lot of double teams. Uh, so I think, you know, he, he might get some, some help there. That makes a lot of sense. You know, given that we're not um, going for the same positions, do you want to just keep going down your list and filling out the rest of your spots and then I'll do the same for mine? Yep. Yeah, that works. So I should have three picks left. Is that correct? Yes. Um, so I have, I'm going to take Lucas Van Ness as my other edge player. Okay. Um, I'm going to take, obviously, C.J. Stroud and Jameer Gibbs as my quarterback and running back duo. All right. Uh, so for that second edge spot, what really puts Van Ness above other guys like Miles Murphy, uh, Isaiah Foskey, Will McDonald, Keon White, those guys? Um, I think for me it's his strength. Uh, mm -hmm. he's, he's so good at the point of attack, and I, I think – um, I have some speed coming off one side with Nolan Smith. I think I could have some uh, a super strong um, player in Lucas Van Ness. And I think, you know, he might kind of help balance out Kalijah Kansi yeah. uh, because Kansi is a little bit smaller. So I think um, he was my next rated edge player, but I also think he fits my team well. That makes a lot of sense. Yep. And, you know, you got your quarterback with CJ Stroud. So it looks like, like an exciting offense. And honestly, mine, mine looks pretty different. And so – I'm going to go to that wide receiver spot, and I know I was talking up the big guys, but you can have a team of big guys and then have one, you know, one smaller guy to give you that sizzle, give you that burst. I think that this offense could use that, and I'm going to go Tank Dell here. Ooh, I, I think okay. Dell is someone whose name got really hot at the Senior Bowl, but kind of dropped off since then, and I think he's going to be a really good value because he's so explosive, really dangerous vertically. He runs good routes, so I really like Dell next to Johnston and, and my big tight ends. And then to finish off, I'm going to have to build up my offensive line here. Um, currently I have Osiris Torrance and um, Tipman. And for my tackle spots, I'm going to go with Anton Harrison on the left and Dewan Jones on the right. And honestly, whereas it might not be quite the offensive line that you have, I, I really like those tackle spots. I think it speaks to the depth of this position in the draft because I think they're going to be reliable starters and for my other guard spot i'm going to go steve avila from tcu so overall pretty happy with my offensive line given that i ended up waiting on that and 
you know, we could run through our teams from top to bottom for our audience to see the finished products. And mine goes Bryce Young at quarterback, Bijan Robinson at running back, uh, Quentin Johnston, Tank Dell at wide receiver. We're going to run two tight end sets with Dalton Kincaid and Michael Meyer at tight end. The O-line is Anton Harrison, Osiris Torrance, Joel Tipman, Steve Avila, and Dewan Jones. On the defensive line, we've got the incredible pairing of Will Anderson and Tyree Wilson. On the exterior and on the interior, we have Brian Brissy and Mozzie Smith. Our linebacker duo is uh, Drew Sanders and Dion Henley. And the defensive backs are Joey Porter, Travis Hodges-Tomlinson, Clark Phillips, Quan Martin, and Antonio Johnson. Yeah, now uh, my team, uh, I have C.J. Stroud at quarterback, Jameer Gibbs at running back. Uh, I'll be running a three-wide receiver set with Jackson Smith and Jigba, Jordan Addison, and Zay Flowers as my wide receivers, my tight end, uh, Darnell Washington, uh, and then my offensive line uh, from left to right will go Paris Johnson, Peter Skaronsky, John Michael Schmitz, uh, Cody Malk, and Broderick Jones. Uh, and then on the defensive side of the ball, I have uh, Nolan Smith and Lucas Van Ness as my edge rushers. At defensive tackle, I have Jalen Carter and Kalijah Kansi. Uh, at linebacker, Jack Campbell and Trenton Simpson. Uh, I have the cornerback trio of Christian Gonzalez, Devin Witherspoon, and Deontay Banks. And then at safety, I have Brian Branch and Sidney Brown. You know, I think a few years down the line, either of these teams could win a Super Bowl. If hypothetically, you know, you're never going to have an NFL team that's entirely from one draft class. And I think rookie year would be rough just because no one has any experience. But talking five, six, eight years down the line, I think both these teams would have what it takes. And it starts at the quarterback position. I think there, there are two quarterbacks in this draft class that are going to be of that very small tier in the NFL that are good enough to win a Super Bowl with. Yeah, uh, I'm just kind of glad that I have I have uh, C.J. Stroud as my quarterback because you'll have uh, four dominant defensive players. I think my quarterback will be taking a few hits, even though I do have a a very good offensive line. Yeah, that is true. Um, anything that kind of jumped out to you while you were kind of going through the process of, of kind of formulating how you were planning on drafting, anything about maybe it's the positions, anything like that that jumped out to you? Yeah, I think this is going to end up being a really bleak wide receiver class. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I'm really confident in Jackson Smith and Jigba. If that hamstring holds up, I don't care about your if he's your slot only talk or whatever. He's a really good football player, and he's going to be really good at the next level. But I've got really big question marks on everyone after that. And I think it goes to show when we're talking about Zay Flowers as a potential top 15 pick because he, while he's you know he's really sudden – he isn't really a burner and he's not big at all. So you're talking about a guy who is undersized, isn't really going to just take off the top off a defense with speed alone. Wasn't like he was a good route runner, but he wasn't elite either at Boston college. So it just, I find it head scratching how he could go that high. And when, when I look at the other receivers, it's a lot of other smaller types that they're going to be solid players, but their ceiling is capped because of how small they are. So for my other wide receiver spot, I was you know choosing between like Tank Dell, uh, Josh Downs, players like that, and you know Quentin Johnston is so unique where he's he's got a good package of traits, but he doesn't really play to his size reliably, and he has a limited route tree. There's a poor track record of Big Twelve wide receivers translating to the NFL. So overall, you know, in Jordan Addison, you could say some of the same things where he's he's really thin. He's not even a he's not a burner either. 
So just guys with packages of traits and murky translations where I really can only be confident in, in Smith and Jigba. Yeah, I that was definitely something that jumped out to me. Um, I really think this is a really, really good offensive tackle class. It is, absolutely. I mean, I mean you know, I, I think, you know, whether you consider Paris Johnson a tackle or not, I, I do. I think he's good enough to play tackle. He played it, I, I'm pretty sure it's three years at Northwestern. Uh, you're talking. Uh, you're talking about Skaronsky, not Johnson. Peter Skaronsky. Um, I think you know, people might be a little bit concerned about his length. People said the same thing about Rashawn Slater. We yeah. saw how well he translated, uh, and he had really, really clean tape. I think Skaronsky has that as well. Um, and then I think you have a guy like Paris Johnson, Broderick Jones, Anton Harrison, and you're a little bit higher on Dewan Jones than me, but I definitely you know see the potential on tape. That's that's potentially five starting you know, really good offensive tackles in this league. And I think a lot of years we don't see that. So I think it'll be interesting to see how quickly these tackles come off the board. Uh, if teams say, I need a good tackle, I'm going to go grab one. Or if they say, you know what, we can we can hold off and still get a really good tackle. So that, I think that'll be interesting. I, th- I, I think you're right on that. For me, it's interesting because I don't think any of them is a top 10 talent. But yes. all, all five that you listed are guys that I would want to take in the, in the dozen picks that follow the top 10. So that's really interesting. And for Anton Harrison specifically, it just seems like he has so little buzz and he's never being put in a conversation with these other guys when I honestly think he should be. So I'll be interested come draft day to see whether he ends up being picked earlier than we all thought. And maybe the, the NFL kind of sees what I've been seeing on tape where he's just a really solid tackle who I think is going to be a, a set, set it and forget it left tackle for potentially 10 years for an NFL team. Mm-hmm. And you also have a guy like um, uh, Darnell Wright from, yeah. from Tennessee as well that we didn't yep. even mention. And he's uh, flying up draft boards from what we're hearing. He, he can go real he early. Yeah, so I, I think the offensive tackle class is really, really strong. Um, and the, really the other thing that we talked about, the safety class, we all know the cornerback class is really deep. I think besides Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle class is really, really bleak. I think there's some potential with Brian Brissy yeah. um, and Mozzie Smith, but none, no other guys that I think are just like a, a home run, like slam dunk. This is going to be a starting defensive tackle for, you know, the next 10 years. I, I do like Keanu Benton. I, I think he's pretty close behind Brissy and Mozzie Smith. I, I really like what he could bring. <clears throat> um, yeah, that wraps up the podcast. This was really fun. Uh, oh, I think we should, we should, you know, make this – something we do every year annual tradition because yep. um, it, it it was fun to do fun to draft a team but i think it makes you think about the class in a, in a different it, way yep. yeah that's um, true so i i think that's that's you know really interesting there so let us know what team you think would win yeah. in a hypothetical <laughs> matchup um but yeah thanks everyone for listening thanks for watching uh draft day is under three weeks away now 16 days away uh, so yeah uh, it's coming up fast. Uh, we'll be posting positional rankings really soon on the Instagram um, and wrap up with the last couple scouting reports. And yeah, final mock draft time is almost here. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll be back with another episode soon.